You're listening to the Middle of the Road Podcast. My name is Zong, my co-host is Ivan, and we're both too old to be called young punks, but then we're also too young to be called boomers. Join us as we try to make some sense of this crazy world one episode at a time. Laugh with us, rage with us, more importantly, have fun with us. And what happened today really is a tragedy of the highest level. Today, a 16-year-old kid from River Valley High brutally murders a 13-year-old kid from the same school for no goddamn reason, using an axe he found in the scout's room. So from the preliminary uh, statement that was released by the SPF, the kids don't know each other. So what I understand happened is based on the limited information that we have, is this kid went to the scout's room to get an axe. If you're asking why there's an axe in the scout's room, it's because either their scouts just need equipment like that or it could be a fire safety thing. Either way, he got an axe there. He went to a toilet. And then when the sec one student came in, he just did his thing. After that, he went to the water cooler to wash the axe. And some other students obviously saw it. And his words were like, do you have a phone? I just killed somebody. Yeah, like, matter of fact. Yeah, that's more disturbing than a lot of the horror movies that I've watched. Because it's real. Yeah, can you imagine you go to school, it's a Monday, it's the start of a very, very long-ass week. And like, the first thing you see is this fucker standing at the water cooler cleaning his ex from what appears to be blood. Or you imagine if you were one of the kids that happened to walk into the toilet and sees the brutal murder scene. And there are so many things that are such a huge question mark. Like, if it were a case of bullying and then it was retaliation, or it was suppressed anger, or that there was something that was just seriously, seriously wrong in an institute where people are known to be seriously, seriously wrong, it's still easier to stomach. This apparently is... A very well-reputed school. Yeah, Rio Valley is one of the top schools in Singapore. There was no reason for provocation. They don't even know each other. It was just murder done out of cold blood. And I know a lot of people will probably say this is what happens when you expose people to either the Western media or video games. I really don't think that there's any link at all. Like There's something just wrong with this kid. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to jump to any kind of speculation. Let's wait for the report to come out. And... You know, from the bottom of our hearts, I think we just want to say our prayers go out to the family of the victim and everybody else who has been affected in this incident. Yeah, our deepest condolences to the family and everybody involved. Even for us, it's such a... I, I feel affected in a way, even though we are so far removed from the incident. Can you imagine what it would be like for people who are close to it? Um, I think what we can do now is just maybe try and take a look to see... Because this kid has already been arrested and last I heard, it will be charged in court tomorrow. But okay. all things considered, he's only 16 years old. Yeah, The court will probably trial him as a minor, right? I believe if somebody is between 14 to 16, the trial would be... Okay, any, anybody that's under 18 years old cannot be sentenced to death. Okay. So typically for any crime, as I understand it, is that 
people between 14 to 16 years old will go through some kind of probational sentence. But I mean, if the crime is as serious as what we're looking at over here, because this is basically murder, mm. uh, they would have some ways to detain this person uh, for almost the same duration as a murder case. And then the overarching authority that looks at this situation is the Ministry of Social and Family Development. Okay, this reminds me of a case back when we were younger. Uh, it's actually very famous in Singapore, like police history. This person called Anthony Le. I don't know if you can remember, but basically what happened was this guy hired a 15-year-old kid to kill his wife. I can't remember what was the circumstances, like whether he was just crazy or he wanted some insurance money or something. But He wanted a new wife. <laughs> it could be ex-wife. Like. I can't remember the exact uh, details of the case, but the kid was actually also sentenced as an adult. He was under this um, special thing called indefinite detention under the president's pleasure. The kid was in jail for 17 years. And I think only a couple of years ago, like 2018 or something, he was released. So he's actually back in society, but he's still under uh, probation or something like that, as far as I know. He's still being monitored. Yeah. Mm. Usually for these kind of cases, they will send the kids for psychiatric assessment also to see whether there's any form of mental issues that were behind this. So apparently in that particular case, there was nothing that was really... uh, It wasn't like an insanity plea or something like that. Okay. Yeah, because if it's an insanity plea for that case, it wouldn't have been prison. It would have been him being an IMH or something along those lines. Mm. Do you think because he's still so young that there's a possibility that he'll be let off? Or it will still end up similar to this case? I think what probably will happen... So you mentioned earlier just now that he's going to trial tomorrow, right? Yeah. Okay, so from my understanding of what's going to happen is that tomorrow they're formally going to charge him in a way that they're going to read out the sentence based on the facts, based on the evidence, and they're going to say, uh, how do you plead? Whether it's guilty or not guilty, which also means you claim trial. Mm-hmm. If he says not guilty and he decides to claim trial, then the court will adjourn to allow for him to prepare a defense against the situation. The thing is, can a minor claim trial? I mean, when the crime is as severe as this, you are automatically given a lawyer. And if you decide to change your lawyer in between, it's entirely up to you. But you are definitely given one first. But under the law, you are expected to sort of like understand all these things. Uh, because he's still a minor. Eh? That's why you have a lawyer. Law. Oh. So they are going to charge him with murder. That's not going to change. The okay. only difference here is that one... He's underage. So despite Mm. charging him with murder and if, I mean, when they find him guilty of murder, Mm -hmm. in this case, they cannot put him on the death sentence. Uh, Not even like a delayed one or something. You can't. Because he is, at this point in time, he may not understand the nature of his crime. You get what I mean? Okay. To give you an example, if let's say that a five-year-old kid accidentally burns down somebody's car because he was playing with a matchstick. Hmm you have to kind of let the kid know that that is wrong. But despite you factually and evidentially proving that the kid was the one that was responsible for the fire for burning down the car, you cannot say that he's guilty of a crime because he doesn't understand the crime. Okay. In the eyes of the law, like this 16-year-old is the same as a 5-year-old. So 
there are degrees to this thing. Like what we like to say, there are levels to this shit, right? Yep. So because he is cross a certain age, he is deemed to have more cognitive abilities. Okay. So he's going to be judged based on the 14 to the 16-year-old age range. If, let's say, that they find him guilty, the only sentence that they can levy on him is the very extensive probation. But in special circumstances, which this kid also falls under, he would be placed under some kind of jurisdiction that only the Ministry of Social and Family Development can administer because it's such a serious thing. They have to do a lot of assessments to make sure that he really is not going to be a harm to society and he will probably serve out a pretty lengthy duration. It may not necessarily be in prison, but he will serve out a very lengthy duration that may be very, very close to a murder sentence. The thing is, are these uh, ministries equipped to deal with this kind of thing? Should be, right? Because Yes, yes. The ministry would have to think about, for an example, dealing with boys' home, dealing with uh, kids with a lot of problems, social issues and all that. So they have all these kind of facilities and they also are the ones to deploy mm. uh, these kind of psychiatric counsellors or psychiatric assessors to deal with these kind of situations. Uh, that's their jurisdiction, basically. Okay. So it seems like no matter what, I mean, yeah, definitely something is wrong somewhere. So I think, I hope they find it. Uh, mm. There's this other thing that I'm curious about. This detained at the president's pleasure. This mm. is not a big thing, right? Okay. Think about it this way. Like everybody is a subject of the ruler, right? President is mm. basically the ruler of the country. You commit a crime is mm. you offend the president or you offend the king. You go to prison. Mm. It's against the president's pleasure. It's against the king's pleasure. Similar concept, lah. Okay, so it has no real implication, actually. It's more of a ceremonial thing. It's just how the it's called. I think what's going to be very interesting is to see if they are in any way going to be able to prove that he has some kind of mental issues. Then if he does, then the defense of insanity will kick in. But until then, we don't know anything. I'm not going to claim that he's insane. He might have been inspired by something or he might really be insane. I really don't know. But it, like I say, it's re- real tragedy that this kind of things happen now. And yeah. I really don't know if blaming the school or blaming anybody is going to do anything because even if your teachers are equipped with martial arts, for an example, I don't think that they would have been able to prevent or see this kind of thing coming up. No, la. I think yeah. it's not fair to anybody to be to blame them for this kind of thing. La. Even if you want to talk about like the school counsellors, because I, I mean, some of the chat groups that were talking about it, right? They're saying like, oh, the school counsellor is going to get fired. Then I was like, how are you expecting a school counsellor, which by the way doesn't always equate to being a Mm. clinically certified psychiatrist, right, to be able to spot these kind of things. Because from my understanding, some of these school counsellors, they are there to sort of identify if students have learning disabilities or some certain mental issues like autism. But it's not fair to expect them to be able to identify these kind of issues. No, but to kind of piggyback on the statement that you're saying, right? So I volunteer with some of these student counseling or student help support groups, right? So it's not just necessarily because of the fact that the student has mental illness. I think that certain kinds of students are identified with being at risk of committing crimes or being in very disadvantaged situations. So these kind of students are flagged out uh, whether it's to the student counsellors within the school itself or to the community-based social workers. Mm-hmm. Like one of the people that do a lot of very good work that I volunteer with is these group of people called Touch Community Services. Okay. And 
these kids mentally they are totally okay it's just that they are in very very poor circumstances like maybe the family is very poor or that both parents may be in prison or one parent is in prison another one is doing drugs so the chances of these youths going into you know a very bad situation is definitely there one that's a risk factor right the risk factor is very high Mm. so these counselors would work together with the school to kind of make sure that they get the student to understand that the choices their parents made are not their choices Mm. but that situation doesn't really apply for this kid over here because you know he is in River Valley High. It's not some neighborhood. It's River Valley High. Yeah, exactly. So he's like in a really, really good school. He's in Sec Four. We're assuming that the only thing that the teachers are kind of focused on is to help them do well, make sure they do well in all levels, or maybe even the IB program, right? So this is one of those things. Like it's a shocker to everybody. Like really cannot see these kind of things coming on. Yeah, I think that's fair. So at this point, I would say it's best not to make any sort of assumptions. Don't speculate on anything. Uh, we don't have enough information as of now, so we shouldn't be looking for people to blame. La. Like, Don't blame the PAP. Don't blame the schools. Don't blame <laughs> bullies or whatever, because to this point, there's no indication of it. And obviously, don't blame like video games. The studies have shown that video games have no correlation with increased violence, so let's not draw a stupid link like that. Let's just refrain from any sort of speculation and as the facts of the case reveal themselves then we'll probably have a clearer idea of what was the main issue in this particular case then we'll take it from there Mm. and with that let's move on